0: Hello, hello, this is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Okay, so we are closing out 2019 with a very special guest, my second guest ever on the podcast, a very good friend of mine, Brian Samuels. Brian, if you want to hear all about Brian's life and career and all that fun stuff. You can listen to the second episode ever. I don't even know the date. It was sometime in April or May of 2016. Um, But today we are closing out the new year doing our list. So Brian has an amazing blog called TV Uncovered, which is the only blog that I religiously check every single day. And sometimes he'll give me a shout out, which makes me very happy. Anyway, so he watches it all. So you don't have to. And and so today we're going to do scripted, unscripted, movies, the whole thing um and hopefully this won't be like a 10-hour podcast because we could go on and on forever so brian welcome back to the podcast
1: thank you it's really been three years
0: yeah i mean not three years since we've seen each other but yeah no no no. no. but th- yeah. it was th-
1: that was three years ago three years ago it feels
0: like yesterday
1: i mean honestly god what the hell took so long for you to invite me
0: back well i wasn't having repeat guests until i changed the format and that's only been the last few months so well i don't care okay this is are you gonna punish me now
1: Duffy's <laughs> were on a couple times. Oh, how dare you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, cool. I know where I stand. That's fine. No, listen, you You're know that I- You're busy and you
0: don't like to go out. That's a good point. Exactly. I don't. I, I blame you. I don't.
1: What's the point of going places? I know. Like uh, I'm just, appreciative
0: I, you came over for the seven-minute drive that it took.
1: TVs don't watch themselves. They
0: don't. They don't.
1: Um, by the way, I, and you know this already, sometimes I do I do specifically write things. Now look who's piping in. We have a th- Another yeah. guest. I do sometimes write things in- the blog, specifically for your eyes.
0: Yeah, I love that because a lot of times um, I love to just cut and paste your words back to, to you because you'll just be like, hard pass. I'd rather poke needles in my eyes.
1: <laughs> but sometimes I know that you're going to do that. <laughs> like the Harvey Weinstein stuff. I just, I knew you were going to do
0: Oh that. my God, you know I go mental. I wrote that for you. Oh my God, thank you. I knew you Never would enjoy it. stop. You just love getting my ire up. No, I do. But yeah. I,
1: I know that you're reading and I know that you react to it. And there are times where I just feed into that. It's fruit.
0: like giving the dog a bone. That's right. Okay. So let's start. And you know what? Look, we're going to do scripted shows. I know it's reality of reality, but the reality of the reality is we watch scripted shows and so does everybody else who works on unscripted and listens to this podcast. So just deal with it, people. So we're going to start with that. Um, you're going to start with your favorite show of all times, which listen, based on your recommendation, I did a hard binge, like a six season binge a few years ago on the Aptly named suits, <laughs> and then I had to stop because it became insufferable. I'm sorry. I know how it's you okay. Feel.
1: I'm not offended by that. For the record, Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. Okay, but <laughs> suits too. is that one that I just could never quit.
0: <laughs> right. And
1: I and and as a lawyer, Harvey Specter is the guy who I would want to work for and with and hire if I ever got into trouble
0: and sleep with. Let's face it. He can cross the the aisle.
1: I think I, I, <laughs> I think I told you this. I saw Jessica Pearson yes. at Ralph's.
0: Oh no, you didn't. Oh, I did. Does she live here?
1: She does. Oh, and I saw it at Ralph's, and I gasped.
0: Is she tall? She seems very, very tall. Yes. yes. And just was so statuesque.
1: Very starstruck. Did you say a word? I did not. I was too nervous. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Right, and I will. T- t- I tend to have no issue going up to anyone and right. saying something.
0: We're not um, going to comment on her spinoff. <laughs> okay. So what, what are your closing statements on Suits? Since it's now, oh, is it over? I, it over? is over. Yeah. Suits
1: has officially been put to bed. I miss it. I miss Harvey. I miss Mike. <laughs> I li, I miss Louis Litt. I think they were great characters. I love the way that they bantered. I love their interaction. I loved everything about them. And I was very sad to see Suits go. I will miss it. And Godspeed to everyone in the Suits family.
0: Okay. That's a beautiful That's it. tribute. That's all I want Anything say. special for Meghan Markle?
1: She's gone. Oh. yeah. I, she, Brian's bitter. No, she's she's Rachel Zane. <laughs> That's right. who she is. Right now Rachel and forever. <laughs> she's Rachel Zane. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Megan.
1: I don't know about any of this royalty stuff. I don't care. <laughs> I don't follow it. She is Rachel Zane, now and forever.
0: I love it. Okay, I think we both agree on our favorite show of the year, which we're not alone. Is dun 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 Succession. Now I hear some people say Succession. I say Succession.
1: I don't um, understand that. Succession. 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 I don't know.
0: Whatever it is, it's a fucking great show. Can we just agree (laughs) that it is... Now, do you think it's a dark comedy or do you think it's a dramatic... Wait, or is it a comedic drama?
1: Comedic drama. Yes. What do you think? I agree. I think it's the best cast show I've ever seen in my my... entire life. Completely agree. Cosign 100%. Top to bottom. Yes. Every character,
0: perfect. Like Jerry? Like, let's not even talk about the main cast. Jerry. Everyone. Everyone. Tom... Cousin Greg?
1: It, the whole...
0: Kendall?
1: <laughs> Logan? The, it's the, It's just, it's perfectly cast. The storylines are fantastic. The character development is fantastic. The writing is off the charts. I can't say enough good things about it. I... Watched every single episode the night it aired. It was one of those shows. You don't DVR to watch it the next night. It You watch it the night it airs because it's that good.
0: I, I completely agree with this season. I have to say first season, it took me a minute. I wasn't, I, I liked it from the beginning. I wasn't sure what to make of it. It was a slow burn. I stuck with it. By the end, I think we talked about this. Yeah. By the end of the first season, I was like, okay, this is coming out. And by the second season, I want to go back, like, when things die down, which is never, to, and watch rewatch the second season because every episode was Emmy worthy.
1: Agreed, and it should win as many awards as it can is it is nominated for. It's that good a show.
0: Agree, it's so fun. So here's the thing: I agree with your next show, which I didn't have on my list, which is Billions. Um, I like, uh, Billions is like Suits to me, like how you are with Suits. It's like, I love Billions. It drives me insane, Why? but I can't quit it because it's so
1: Shakespearean.
0: And it knows it, it. like, I just feel like the writer's room and like, I really like Brian Kopelman and like, I'm friends with his sister. Like I follow him on Twitter. Like I'm into it. He's brilliant. He's brilliant.
1: All the way back to when he wrote Rounders.
0: Yeah. He's very white man. Like it's, yes. it's very broy. And, you know, the music references and the Godfather. And it's like dude and bro and man. And I know that's the world. It's billions. You know, and Maggie's fine. But it just it just has no female core for me. And and that's hard.
1: You know who's joining the cast next season? <sighs> Juliana Margulies. Oh. Which will be interesting. Um, she is playing some Ivy League smarty pants who I don't know if she's going to be joining – the firm or what exactly her role is gonna be, but she is joining. She's a great actor. She is. On the flip side of that, Corey Stahl is also joining. Oh my god. He can do no wrong. But it that feeds into your I don't whole care. Role. Okay. okay. He, I,
0: right. I put the exception to Corey Stahl because okay. I live for him and every role he's in, I'm like, yes.
1: He's uh, joining season. Yes, I saw season. that. Yeah.
0: By the way, I, I do take it back slightly because Rebecca Cantu mm-hmm. this season, she was a great, strong female character who went toe to toe with Bobby. And so I like that right. I, I think lo- I love it, but it's it's not as good as secession. I just succession. hope Mike
1: Bigly is back.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, was he Taylor's boyfriend? That was like the creepiest, weirdest thing ever. Boyfriend. right. they yeah. they friend.
1: Yeah, I don't know what. They
0: yeah. Are. okay. And I do think Taylor does annoy me even though they are really good. I, it's just everything's a little annoying. Paul Giamatti, who I adore, always overacts. Like everything just grates me a teeny bit, but
1: I still love it. But the senior, the senior Chuck Rhodes, he's so good. He's incredible. And
0: then he's on Divorce. Like, did you ever watch Divorce? No. Playing like a loony lawyer who's like lost his marble. He's he's been around. Let and me he ask can you add. a question.
1: Does he ever think about trimming his eyebrows?
0: No. He like, doesn't even know he has thick eyebrows. <laughs> but
1: not- I mean, those are like Andy Rooney-esque yeah, eyebrows.
0: Yeah. Ed Asner. Yeah, yeah, it's like that generation. God but bless. Don't they just... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, I, he he is an amazing actor. Son. I love
1: how he calls him son. <laughs> um, um, side note. Yeah. Mephi.
0: Um, yeah, I saw a stand-up special. You watched it? Yeah, I only... I haven't watched it, but I, saw, I didn't even know who's a comedian. I saw you wrote about it's it. It's
1: fantastic. Yeah, I really like him. His name's Dan Soder. Stand-up special is on HBO. You can find it on demand. And he is really, really funny and a very good stand-up comic.
0: That didn't surprise me when you wrote that because I thought, oh, Mafi is a comedian. That makes sense. Like he's I was he's very funny.
1: Pleasantly surprised by by the hour stand-up. And recommend that you watch it.
0: Okay. Yeah. You you had a few stand-ups in there that I liked too. I, I had seen the
1: Rami one too. Well, I put those on a separate list because I was we I know. Get to we're not gonna today. have time
0: to get those. Yeah. Okay. So one that we both watched, but I think we're gonna disagree on is Killing Eve, because you put this on your favorites. And I well agree for season one. I did not enjoy this season. Second season. Tell me season. why. I just thought it sucked. I thought it was it, it should have been one season. It just didn't have the legs. I mean, it's one of those shows even when it sucks, it's not bad because it's such a well-produced and acted show. Right. I just did not enjoy it this season. I felt like I was slogging through it and really? I thought it was silly. I thought it it went from really good to silly. And Sandra Oh, I'm sorry. She's a wonderful actor. She was annoying the shit out of me all season.
1: Interesting. So let me ask you this. <laughs> so one thing that I think is really interesting about that show is that they, as they go into season three, they're picking up their third showrunner. And that's kind of a...
0: So it's been Phoebe waller Bridge until now? Or no. she's not the showrunner. No,
1: they switched showrunners for season two. And they're exactly. getting a new showrunner for season three.
0: <gasps> we didn't put fleabag on this list. Did I put fleabag that's, on my list? That's all you. Did I put it on my list? I don't know. Oh my God, I forgot fleabag. Okay, I'm just saying it now. Okay. Fleabag's okay. incredible.
1: We're gonna <laughs> but I wanna know your take on this because a show that was so good season one, changes showrunners, season two, you didn't like it. New showrunner season three. Do you think that that's, A, a trend? Do you think that that's a good thing for a show? Like, what's your take on...
0: I think it's a good question. Look, I I, I don't know that sort of, like, the general public even notices this shit. Like, we're attuned to that stuff. Oh, we're, and so we're
1: deep into yeah. weeds and we're nerds about it. And that's- Yeah,
0: like, even, like, Project Runway, when it went from um, Bravo to Lifetime, and it switched, it switched companies. I didn't like it as much on Lifetime. It, it wasn't as good. Different. Yeah, and so, um, so we're more attuned to that. I just think for this, I don't even know that it's a showrunner thing. I mean, obviously, probably everything trickles down, but I just think once you kind of, like it's a cat, how long can a cat and mouse game go on,
1: really? Not much longer.
0: <laughs> right? Like, but I it, won't watch season three. I hate to say it. You
1: will not watch You it. will watch it. I will watch you
0: it. You'll watch it for me. <laughs> I will. But I'm
1: also curious to see what they do with yeah. it with a third showrunner. And yeah. to see- All right. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'll do the work for you as okay, I do. Just tell
0: me if it's worth it.
1: You, and you know I will. Right. And if it's half Very worth bluntly. it, I'll, I'll go in.
0: <laughs> um, so we both love Veep. God damn it. I will miss Veep. That is such
1: a good show. They ended it perfectly, in my opinion. Agree, 100%. People were a little thrown by that flash forward. It was fantastic. I thought it was beautiful. brilliant. And they
0: did that, speaking of which, one of our other favorites. And that's not on your list. I think it's on my list. Silicon Valley? Are you not a Silicon Valley? It's on your
1: list. We'll talk about this final season.
0: Oh, not on (laughs) your list. Well, let's talk about it. It's okay.
1: I love the show. Such a good show. From day one. Yeah. Loved it. I didn't love this last season. I get it. I just...
0: See, and that's another show to me, even when it's bad, it's good. Like to oh, me, I it may not agree. have been the top. Look, when Bachman left, I don't know that it ever reached the level. Do you know what I mean? Like Agreed. it was, I think it was a 10 with Bachman. It was like an eight and a half the rest of the time. It which is, felt,
1: you know, it felt trite the last season. It just I felt. I mean,
0: what they tried to do, I think, which maybe jumped the shark a little, was they put a little emotion in there, like yeah. with the Jared stuff. Yeah. But Jared's always been kind of the only emotional center yes and i just adore him he's
1: so cute (laughs) listen it was a great show yeah i i have i will always have fond memories of it (laughs) yeah but i just were disappointed yeah with just with the last season okay disappointed
0: okay yeah now we both have dead to me on our list yes that and fossey verdon which is not on your list are the two best shows of this year other than succession two two best succession succession i know now (laughs) i'm saying
1: succession i'll trust you on fossey verdon that was not on my radar
0: Oh, my God, Brian.
1: Talk about it. Tell me. It was so beautiful. Should I watch it? You know what I like?
0: I don't think you'll enjoy it because <laughs> you're not a gay man. Although my husband did enjoy it. I'm not going um, to But it. he's old, so it's sort of like, I don't, I think you would, again, you're a smart watcher of television and Thank appreciate you. good art artistry, so yes. I think you would appreciate it on that level. I just don't think you'll give a <laughs> shit. It's based on Bob Fosse and Gwen Burden, so you know, I grew up in New York and I'm old. So like they were that in the seventies, was... they were the shit. Like he, Bob Fosse, best choreographer, arguably of all time, became a theater director, sweet charity. And that's where he met Gwen Verdon. Cause she was starring or they met damn Yankees. I don't remember, but not only do I just love a good, you know, uh period real life, you know, historical drama, but it's, you know, it just captures the seventies in New York. So beautifully. I think the sixties and seventies, the acting is what makes it. And, Sam Rockwell and Michelle Williams deserve every award that they're getting and will continue to get. It's Michelle Williams. She's an incredible actor anyway, but it's her role of a lifetime. And he and he kind of is overlooked a little bit in comparison to her. But but he deserves I mean, I just saw him in Richard Jewell like this guy. It was a completely different person. Like that's an amazing actor. So this show, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's on demand. It was on FX. It was about eight episodes. I loved it. Side note to Fozzy Verdon. We were meeting with the Cantor at the synagogue last week. Only this is an only an LA story because my daughter's getting bought mitzvah in October. Mazel tov. Thank you. Turns out he was a theater director in the '70s too, and knew Bob Fosse. I said, "Oh my God, that's crazy!" And he said, "Well, you know, my what my wife at the time was a pretty famous theater actor." I said, "Oh, who's your wife?" B.B. Newworth. I'm what? like, I go, you were the Fossey Verdon of your time. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. In a second, I was an actor too. I'm like, only in LA. That's right. Like, he was legitimately married to Bibi Newworth, Cantor Dorman. Only in LA. <laughs> only in LA. Now he's like, Do
1: I run into Jessica Pearson at Ralph's? And then that happens. <laughs> exactly.
0: Anyway, that's my Fossey Verdon. Dead to me. Talk about it. Such an amazing show. I right? thought it
1: was great. I think. Were you,
0: did you go in having any expectations? Zero. Yeah. And
1: so I thought it moved along really nicely. Like, when you know, the episode ended, you wanted to rip the next one. And that to me is always a great sign. Um, and I just thought it left us hanging in a very, very good way where I have a lot of anticipation for next season, which I'm hearing is summer at the latest, summer 2020. I don't know if I 2020. Wait that long. Um, I'll have to. <laughs> depending on when production wraps for season two, it could air as early as May, um, but it may not be until September You really have some deep
0: dead to me sources there.
1: I do my research before I go on a podcast. <laughs>
0: I love it. You I mean,
1: should invite me back more often. I mean, really. Jesus,
0: we have a lot, to, a lot to get into. So, was Christine Applegate? I thought she was
1: other level. Fantastic, right? The best I've ever seen her. Yes, agree. In anything that she's done, agree. Besides just don't way- tell Mom the babysitter's.
0: <laughs> but just to encapsulate grief. I think that's a very hard one, especially when you have complicated feelings toward the person you're grieving. Yes. I think that was just the nuance in that is so hard to do.
1: And it was, it's refreshing to see a unique take on something, Agreed. a unique script, a unique idea yeah. that isn't just regurgitating stuff that we've already seen it and felt derivative. different. It right. felt different.
0: And I love when you have to like, like also like succession, like you, uh, <laughs> you, you have to kind of find that groove where you're right. like, okay, this is, you know, like- Um, unbelievable is on my list. I'm not going to get into it, but like that was another thing where like each episode didn't end really with a cliffhanger. It just kind of like it would start a storyline like five minutes before the end of the episode. You know what I mean? So I love when there's something that's
1: different. And that was what made this show special to me. And that's why I put it on my list because it was, it had that little tweak to make it different. And it's so hard as you know, to come up with new different fresh ideas. And I think this was one of them.
0: Did you listen to my podcast with Melissa Rivers by did. chance? Did you hear her say that she was disappointed because she thought it could have been funnier? That was a downer. Like yeah. I'm thinking like, is she right? Could it have been funnier? Was that the point?
1: I don't know that that was the point. Because would
0: it have taken it into too much of a comedy direction? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think that there was an inherent twist of humor in the whole story. Yeah. And that you didn't need to continue to dig yeah. in deeper and twist the knife. I just thought it was great.
0: Who was the ex fiance again, that guy was so good. James Mar- Marsden, yes. he said, he's yes. so good at playing an yes. asshole. I really enjoyed that.
1: And for those who haven't seen it, we will not spoil how the season ends. Yes, You should watch it and see for yourself.
0: So something that's on your list that I will proudly say I've never watched, I will never watch, you can't pay me enough to watch is Game of Thrones. Would you like to do a line on Game no, of Thrones? No, I don't need to. It's
1: been done <laughs> ad nauseum by everyone under the sun. I thought that it was great. I think it, it was an exceptional show. Um, It's totally not my kind of show. Right. Right. As somebody who.
0: But everyone who's into it says it's not something I normally
1: watch. It took me three times (laughs) to watch season one (laughs) to get into it. Right. Yeah. That was the crown
0: for me. And then I never stopped.
1: I same with me. And I got into it and just kept going and going and going. And it's a great show. I don't need to. Beat the dead horse because everybody else has done so. Okay. With article after article after. Article.
0: Thank you, and I will say I'm raising a Starbucks cup in its honor. <laughs> but I'm but that,
1: that's well played.
0: Uh, thank you. So, uh, the act we both watched. Okay, here's the thing. I thought the act it wasn't on my list, but I was like, okay, uh, was it like on my favorite list? It it wasn't only. But by the way, I was riveted every episode. It was excellently directed, shot, produced. Like it was an excellent show. The acting was ridiculous. Well, that's it why. It made me physically sick. I've never it reminded me when I was nauseous when I was pregnant every day because I just wanted to throw up. But isn't that indicative yes. of it being a phenomenal yeah, it show? It smelled. That right. show smelled like a like a nursing home.
1: Yes, and you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Does
0: that not describe it <laughs> perfectly though? It does. Thank and you, you know
1: I have this over the top admiration for Patricia Arquette. Uh
0: she's, okay. un- she's unbelievable. She escaped from Donamora I mean, was
1: incredible in that. She's incredible. And was better in the act. And Joey King was beyond insanely Agree. fantastic. All the so yummies. to me, yeah. the fact that it elicited that kind of emotion in you and it did the same in me and that that acting was at that level is why I put it on the list. Okay,
0: that's fair. Did you watch the documentary that it's based on? I did not. Oh my God. I, it will freak you out even more how I good Joey King... Right, no, never do it. I read I the watched, BuzzFeed article. I watched the whole damn thing. Joey King was her.
1: Well, I saw, Daisy. I've seen a lot of Daisy. photos. <laughs> they could have added about 150 pounds of Patricia Arquette, but. Right. You know. <laughs> oh
0: my God, totally. Right.
1: She'd be lucky to have Patricia play her. But just as, just well done top to bottom.
0: Yes. And this is actually a perfect segue into our next show that we both love, The Politician, because they had a whole act storyline
1: going on. They did. Which
0: felt too soon.
1: A little uh, a bit. A little bit. It was I, like, do we need it?
0: But I I, found, this is another, I didn't know what to make of it show. And right. then I just loved the, the, the ride.
1: I thought it was just delightful. Delightful. It was a delightful show. So
0: weird and hilarious. And like, I think here's my only critique of it, but maybe it was the point of it is that I don't know that it knows what it is. Like it- It doesn't. You couldn't, like, is it a dark comedy? Is it, because sometimes it would play it straight in a way that was weird because it was like, wait, I thought this was a dark comedy and it's actually now I'm crying. So like- you know what I mean, but I just went with it and I enjoyed. I it. Too. I mean, it meandered. I'm not. I'm gonna say there
1: were a few like, uh, a couple, like uh, you know, could we could have cut it a little bit. The Joni Mitchell song though. I, I don't remember it now. When he was playing the piano. Oh, that singing. was amazing. That amazing. was amazing. He's
0: he's so gifted. His Beyond voice talented. gives me chills.
1: Beyond talented. Ben Platt, we're talking yes. about. and yeah. I think presumably season two picks up right where season one. Left off,
0: which of course I ha- don't remember at all. It's well, not, not gonna spoil it, anything. but no you'll spoilers. tell me off, Mike, because I have the worst memory. But I remember it was a good,
1: very good, a good, and it.
0: Oh, left, I just remembered. Oh my god,
1: it left you, and that was the
0: other thing. Like they introduced this whole new storyline, very, with very new end. characters. Like twenty minutes before it's all over, all of a sudden
1: Bette Midler's on the show, yes, and you're like, and "Where Judith did she Light come from?" In the best way, and I'm like, "Yeah, are we? Am I missing more episodes? Like, what's happening?" Here? That literally could that episode. Probably could have been and should be the first episode of season two. Exactly. Instead, they ended season one that way. Which
0: again, like, go for it. Surprise me, right?
1: Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. God bless Ryan. God
0: bless him. God, he's so talented. If we could only clone him, so right. he could do more stuff, because he he's already very doing. Busy. He seems really busy. I'm very excited for the Monica Lewins for horror story, yes. Clinton, yes. even though that's been run over the coals. He'll do it in a whole new way. But that's going to make it what, amazing. I mean,
1: nine one one is his show.
0: I know it's incredible.
1: My neighbor's in nine one one. Really? Yeah. Who? And, Connie Britton? No, his name's uh, Ryan. <laughs> and sure, he, Ryan. He's, he's cool. fantastic. Okay. Um, and really good dude. And I asked him, have you seen Ryan Murphy? Because like, he'd been on set. He said, the last time I saw Ryan Murphy, I was pitching something at Netflix. And so was he.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: I said, so he has nothing to do with your show? Yeah. Said, Not really. Name he's one. running an empire. Yeah. And done- then
0: once he sinks his you know, teeth in, he'll direct, he'll write. Right. you know. But then he's got to move on. Ryan doesn't have time for 911
1: right now. He's got a an empire like you said yeah. Is doing how many shows at once so many amazing shows yeah. so you know what do what you've been doing yes it's working thank you give us more
0: I agree what do you think Ryan Murphy would think of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel
1: I hope he would think it's as delightful as we do
0: yes god we love it so it wasn't on my list initially because I started it and I was like it was. I saw the first episode of this season I was like eh. and then it picked up and I adored the entire season loved it what? thought it was actually the best season
1: I did too what did you feel wasn't The
0: first episode felt like the reason people hate it. It was like too much with the little joiners. And then it was like too much of the.
1: But that's Gilmore Girl. Right.
0: And that's why I could never get into Gilmore Girls. And that's why I understand why people do not enjoy this show. However, I do enjoy it. But what I love best about it is that it has dimensions to it. Yes. And I thought this season went way deeper with the parents and with her and with the ex and with, and with, and the VIP of the season, which was Susie. Yes. Uh, Alex Borstein.
1: Bo- she both, killed it. Both her and Jane Lynch. Maisel. Yes. I uh, grew up in the northern suburbs of Chicago. That's which right. From where I hail. From where you hail. From where I hail. Uh, I love the cadence and the yeah, dialogue. Yeah. That I find that very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think they go so over the top in a good way on that show. I mean, think about some of these performances that were going on in these clubs right, that were not in any way, shape or form necessary, but they just did it up. And I thought, I think that the, and I'm not one who cares much for wardrobe yeah. or costumes or God, anything of but that. But it's that's nature. the best part of the show. But I think they do an incredible job in that regard as well. Uh,
0: it's a beautiful right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Her outfits are sick. Like I love it. The whole it's so vibrant, colorful. I will say I had toward the end of the season I had this thought that I don't know if it's been done that SNL could have a field day spoofing like when that time when she feels like she has to go at like the club everything's going wrong at joel's club and she's like hold on and she has to go save the show with her stand up i'm like that could be a really funny snl skit like shit's falling apart god i gotta save it with my stand up do you still watch snl i do do you really i okay when i say watch so we tape it okay record it sorry Okay and i always watch the open i always watch weekend update and usually there's one good digital skit like last weekend. I don't know if you saw it. You watch. won't relate because you don't have kids, but they did this hilarious Macy spoof. Did you see it no. when you, oh, mm. I can't believe you.
1: I it, don't watch any SNL. It I
0: is know. one of the funniest things. If you've been a parent, it's all about like trying to get like uncomfortable, maybe from being a kid, like r- snow boots on, um, <laughs> you know, woolly sweaters and scarves. Kids don't want to watch. It, it's fucking hilarious i'll find it yeah it's worth that one's worth saying okay. so they so it's like listen it's not a great show it actually has a lot of talented people on it but um you're not gonna watch eddie murphy this weekend
1: i will watch eddie murphy yeah you hear like that, one I, will that watch. one I will watch but he I, better
0: be funny man it's st- he, he I think better he will be, be funny okay it
1: still gets so much coverage i
0: know right it's like it's like it's it's relevant as it's ever been when it's like is it
1: Well, that's my question. I don't think it is. I don't know. But the people that will show up and make cameos. (laughs) and they get them all. Yeah, people still care. They care. It fascinates me.
0: Yeah, well, look, they always have their pulse on the political climate. True. Uh, Alec Baldwin kills it as... Trump. I hate saying his name. So you notice I paused.
1: I, d- I didn't know what you were going to say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So we're moving off of scripted. Wait, I just want to just read out your other shows just to acknowledge your favorite other scripted shows. Russian Doll, Watchmen, which I need to see, Barry, eh, Rami, Game of Thrones, Black Monday, Big Mouth, Baskets, and The Good Place. You and my cousin Sarah, shout out, love The Good Place.
1: It's a really- f-
0: I've seen it. It's cute, but I don't get like like, it's cute.
1: It's cute. Right. But I, I like, like it. it. I I like the writing. I like the characters.
0: Okay. She's yeah. so I love her. And She's I love great. Ted Danson. Me too. Okay, so these are our favorite documentaries of the year. Well, these are yours. Um And yours. And so Fire Okay, so did you see the one on I watched both. Okay, me too, yes. of course. So which yes. did you watch first? Netflix. You saw that. And that one was called Just Fire. Whatever Who remembers? Called. The Netflix yeah. fire, and then you watch Hulu. So I watched Hulu, then I watched Netflix. Okay, so wait,
1: Hulu was the one where they sat down with him exactly. and did an interview, right? Exactly. So I watched Reverse Order. I watched the whole story yes. unfold, then the Hulu one, which was the interview with him.
0: And which one did you like better? Netflix. It's funny. So I watched the reverse, okay. and I liked Netflix better.
1: It was just, I thought it was well done. I mean, um, they were both good. Yes, we rem- I mean, obviously it wasn't very long ago, so we remember when this was all going down <laughs> right, and, and reading right. about it and to see all of this and and to watch the insanity of the people that ran this event continuing to deceive people. I mean, the scene where he was still trying to run a scam after he had already been busted.
0: That was unbelievable. That was a Netflix one, right? Yes. And Netflix also had the audio...
1: Of the call of the that call Ja Rule with ja was, on.
0: was like, yeah, let's move on. Right.
1: <laughs> and what's he doing now? Trying to launch another He's festival? Disgusting. disgusting. I mean, Billy, whatever, is a sociopath. Sociopath. I don't think Ja Rule's a
0: sociopath. He's just a fucking bad person. And dumb. And dumb and <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, he still made money somehow. Here's the thing. did, you, what, did what did you think of the decision? You know, they paid Billy McFarland to yes. sit down like yeah. a lot. Like, yes. I, I read like 250 grand. I heard somewhere in that vicinity. And I, in my opinion, It didn't move me either way. Like, I don't think they, I I get it. I get why they did it. But, you know, hear hear it from the horse's mouth. Watch him incriminate himself. Watch him exonerate himself. Whatever it is, I get that it would be interesting or you think it would be interesting. I don't think it helped him or the documentary, in my opinion.
1: Agreed. I don't think they needed it. I think that if I were making that, I would not have paid him a penny. (laughs) I would have given him an opportunity to sit down with cameras on to tell what, ever story he wanted to tell. Yeah. But that was going to be his decision if he wanted to do it and he wasn't going to get paid to do it.
0: What's your take on him as a person?
1: He's a sociopath. Right. Agreed. He's an absolute (laughs) scumbag sociopath and he deserves to be in jail.
0: Yeah. But isn't, how long is he in jail for? Uh,
1: Not long enough.
0: Speaking of which, Theranos is not on either of our lists or the inventor or whatever. Great. Yeah, I mean,
1: it should be on our list. Another,
0: sociopath. Yes, another I, sociopath. I agree. And Alex Gibney, who did that, can do no wrong. Agreed. Just a brilliant, brilliant filmmaker. Okay, I'm really glad you put the next one on your list because it was one of my favorites too, which is Free Meek. I, I'm, we never talked We've about We've never it. discussed it. Never. So you didn't even watch it on my recommendation? No, likewise. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. It blew me away. Were you as rageful as me the entire time?
1: But did you know the whole story? No. So that's the thing. So, you
0: know, I lived for a long time in Philadelphia. Yes. So it was around, I knew my, you know, Kevin, my stepson's big in that community. So he would always say like, the Meek Mill thing is fucked up. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't really know what it was. (laughs) Just nod. But the, yeah, but the shocking part that it was a female black judge deciding his fate every step of the way. I've never been so angry and, and the, the journey, I thought it was a little inside uh, info on that. Cause I know a lot of people that were involved in making it, apparently it was hard as hell to make it. But I think the product, you know, just, just pulling all the pieces together and getting all the interviews, getting people to show up on time, you know, just, just a, just a bear. But I thought the final product, I mean, talk about a, a roller coaster ride.
1: The story's fascinating. If yeah. you're not familiar with it, just go in blind. Yeah, you don't need to know. It's really, really interesting. It evokes a lot of emotion. Um, it's something that I didn't know the half of. You know, I saw that he had been released and finally freed and... Spoiler alert. ...was sitting, well, you know this already, <laughs> but he was, you know, sitting courtside at an NBA game and they really, really made a big deal about it with a lot of players coming up and giving him hugs and... and I. I was interested. You're like,
0: who is this Meek? (laughs) I knew of him.
1: I was interested to learn more. The doc is fantastic. And we both recommend that you watch it ASAP.
0: Excellent. So we both agree. Devil Next Door. Now, now you watch that on my recommendation.
1: 100% on your recommendation. And
0: did you listen to my interview with Daniel, the director?
1: Yes. And I've recommended to a lot of people that they watch it. I thought it was really, really, really well done beyond and, right so well done so hard to watch so hard to watch that is not a show <laughs> that you can binge that's one where you watch an episode and then you need to watch the good place <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that. right or you need to watch a stand-up special because it is it is heavy but again that's another story that i didn't know about yep. and if you can go in blind go in blind and just watch it.
0: Yeah, that's the best part of living in this moment, which is like the you know, of sort of like this awesome content, deep dive content that it is kind of like it makes me think it wasn't on my list but it should be um the Jennifer Levin um the Preppy Murder.
1: I don't know if you got a chance to watch you, it. You recommended it to me. I've yeah. not gotten to it.
0: It's I mean, look, it's again, if you know if you're under the age of 40, you probably don't know about it, but it was a huge case at the time. And I knew a lot about it at the time because I was always obsessed with the news and we were around the same age. But something about watching a five-parter on it and getting the full story told chronologically from the people who lived through it and in the way that it should be told, which was, you know, this is bullshit. Um, it's just, it really is, makes you feel good about working in this industry because it's like really quality stuff that matters. So I'm, I'm off my soapbox now, but-
1: I. <laughs> it, it, I'm glad you stepped onto it. That was well very well said. I just thought Devil Next Door on your recommendation was one that I'm very happy that I've watched and I have suggested to a lot of people that they also watch it.
0: I'm so glad. All right. We do have some
1: breaking news that literally just came over the wire that needs to we need
0: to interrupt this podcast to say that I'm my jaws on the floor. Virgin River's been renewed for season Come on. two by
1: Netflix. What the fuck are you talking about? The
0: worst show ever made. Okay.
1: I thought I was missing something. Okay. So I had two people recommend it to me. Oh my God. So I start- Howard Stern was one of them. Howard Stern was the third. Oh my God. So I start watching and I'm thinking to myself- You're like, am I on LSD? Well, what the hell is this? I'm waiting. Is there a twist? Right. Is the the doctor going to get murdered?
0: Right. Is this going to become a murder mystery? Right.
1: There has to be a twist. This can't just be about some woman who moved to a small town in Northern California. Is this
0: 1984? Like it was literally like what I used to watch after school specials. Those were better because they had like people on LSD falling out of windows. (laughs) Helen Hunt. Is this the story? She's a nurse practitioner.
1: This is the story. In Northern California struggling to win over the doctor and falling in love with the guy who owns the bar. I I, I can't. I, I literally can't. That- and it was renewed
0: for season two. I couldn't even hate watch it, Brian. I try. I will hate watch. I why I, I hate watch What If. Okay, I know it was on your worst I list. I did too. One of your, you watched the whole thing?
1: Yes, I hate watched it. <laughs> I didn't know
0: you watched oh, the whole thing. Oh, I list. hated
1: it and I had to finish it.
0: <laughs> it was so bad. It
1: made me cringe. <laughs> I know.
0: And then I saw, I think on your blog, how much Renee Zellweger made for it. Like 400 grand an episode. I'm like, I get it now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: If I was going to make that, I would have done it too.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to watch the rest of Virgin River. No, we're not. I watched not. an episode. I watched two you did i I, okay i don't know that i finished the second i may have made it halfway i think the the second second one may have started playing and at that point (laughs) i was think i'm out there were basketball games around me and (laughs) i had completely zoned out of that i can't believe it's
0: been renewed oh
1: my god i don't care how it ends i don't want to know how it ends (laughs) exactly
0: don't tell me and i
1: will say this shame on you netflix shame shame. on you but you know what
0: that's for shame on the viewers because that means a lot of people watched it god damn it
1: you know what i i say that that's that's algorithm
0: yes no that's i algorithm. agree it came up on my right. literally they,
1: they put it atop your well and it's also list. it's not
0: just algorithm it's the big brother facebook thing because i was texting with my cousins about it i go to netflix a minute later and it's things you should watch it was, the, it was the featured thing i'm like of course it is
1: okay here's what we're gonna say do not watch <laughs> virgin river
0: we, we if you take anything away from this that's it Just don't, don't it. watch it so you also had the beakram documentary on your list um did you was, watch what it? was it called i did watch it what was it called again
1: the Bikram documentary. Right. Uh, I, I reached Bikram? out to the filmmaker Bikram. to yeah. have
0: her on. And, uh, you know, of course it got forwarded to Netflix and to, to die in the network's PR right. department, yeah. which every request does. So it's like, bye. Uh, I only got to Daniel because I went to him directly and he didn't refer me to Netflix, thank God. Great. You know, which is like F you Netflix. Try to get the wild wild country guys on, you know. I If I love something, I want to talk to the director. Of so course. I thought, it was, yeah, it was very well done. Look, I, I went on a podcast where I talked about this at length because I was a Bikram devotee. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't want to get into it. But, um, so I've known I've my friend Ben Wallace shout out to Ben. He wrote the first article for Vanity Fair in two thousand and fourteen that exposed all this shit for the first time because it had been talked about, you know, it's like mm-hmm. the Weinstein thing. Um, he's a sicko. He's a fucking sociopath. He should be brought back to the u s. to burn in hell. And I'm really glad it was very well made. and I'm and I'm sickened that. And but but,, I, what I did say on this other podcast is that, People don't understand why they would follow this guy. Why, You know, when you're in a, a, a room sweating at 105 degrees every single day for three years or, or longer, I was doing it for three, you, you do get fucking the Kool-Aid. You drink the Kool-Aid and you become brainwashed. I,
1: I can't even imagine. <laughs> um, I have nothing to add to that. That was exceptionally well said. And we can move on.
0: Okay, Screwball, I did not see it's on your list, but it's now on my list because it looks
1: great. It's interesting the way that they did it. It's about the steroid scandal in baseball. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of Alex Rodriguez. It's the whole how did they get steroids and who was sourcing them. But I want to know what you think about it after you watch it because they do reenactments. Okay.
0: And are they meant to be silly reenactments? Yes. Because, because it seems like that. Yeah.
1: The reenactments are done by children actors. Oh, that's child actors. funny. Why? I don't know.
0: Like there's no, they never. So, so,
1: <laughs> so you have someone who's playing a, a, that's awesome. a character. <laughs> And it's like an eight-year-old what? wearing a suit with a fake mustache to reenact the scene.
0: I wonder, like, are they trying to be like the big short when they have, like, you know, Selena I Gomez know. in the
1: bathtub? I don't know. That
0: is bizarre. It's bizarre.
1: <laughs> so I want to know your take after you watch it.
0: Wow. I'm it's glad I'm prepared. I think that would just really freak me out. It otherwise. was
1: very interesting to me. That is obviously so that was hilarious. The steroid scandal was something I followed very, very closely. I'm and, sure. You're a sports yes. addict. And so uh, I i highly recommend it I thought okay it was interesting and then
0: your last one on that list wu-tang
1: and american saga which is on hulu on hulu yeah, yeah. i like i it. heard it was really good yeah i thought i thought the story was well told the acting was great um again i'm not intimately familiar with the whole story of the wu-tang clan yeah didn't it's not something i really cared all that much about yeah watched it and found myself riveted and wanted to move on from episode to episode so okay put it on my list. Yeah. By the way,
0: so have you noticed that Hulu, now you can download things, but it
1: doesn't work? Oh, is that the case? Yeah. It's never worked.
0: I've literally tried seven or eight times to download because I have all these trips I've been going on. Nope. Just doesn't work. It gives you the option. Doesn't work. Wonderful. So this is our favorite reality, quote unquote. So this is your list. Songland. Can we talk about Songland? Yeah. Chalk. Did you watch it? No. Okay. I haven't seen a single episode. I think
1: Songland is a really great twist to the music competition show. Okay. So- Here's, here's the premise. You have three really great music producers yep. and one artist, and then you have four songwriters right, that right. write a song specifically for that artist. They come in, they perform the song. The artist selects three people of the four to develop the song further. Each songwriter is assigned a producer. They reconfigure the song a little bit, and then they perform it again for the artist. Okay.
0: Okay. It sounds a little boring.
1: The talent <laughs> the talent level is very, very high.
0: Okay. But it's like songwriting. It's like writing.
1: But it, they don't, it's not about the writing process. Okay. It's more about what the song is. And, okay. And hey, this needs to be a faster paced song or we need a bigger. It's like the coaching or the voice part. Correct. Okay. And then the artists come back and they perform the revamped song for the artist
0: Are they famous artists? Is anyone famous? Yeah, Jonas Brothers. Oh, cool. um,
1: I don't know. There's a lot of artists that you would recognize on the show. And then, oh, John Legend was on. Okay. And then the artist records the song and puts it out on their record. That's cool. And I got to be honest with you. The songs are excellent. (laughs) Right, right. And there have been instances where the songwriter had an opportunity to not only write the song have the artist record it, but then perform on stage at a concert with the artist. It's amazing.
0: That's it's like That's cool. what the voice should be yes. and isn't. Correct. And that's why I know Adam Levine was so frustrated with it for so many years, because you take these incredible singers and they go nowhere.
1: And he's an executive producer on Songland. Right. And okay. I just think it's it's worth a watch. I know a couple of other people that I watch wonder if it. it was his idea. It may have been. Yeah. Or at least he had some hand in yeah, shaping yeah. it. Interesting. But I know a few people that watch it that like it the same way that I do. It's a very enjoyable.
0: I think my husband watched it too and enjoyed it. I think it's Songland. Well, gotta, what are you waiting I for? I got it. Ch- okay, fine. I have a big trip coming up. I'll download
1: it. It's not off of Hulu cuz it doesn't work.
0: No, no, no. It doesn't. Survivor, let's just talk for a minute about Survivor because um how up are you on the whole scandal that happened this season cuz I what I don't watch Survivor. To? Right. Okay, you're you're literally <laughs> you are in the scandal. So yeah, I mean, I don't watch it, but I've been following because you know, there's sort of like larger issues going on here that, for the first time, I think, on the show,
1: right? First time ever. So for those unaware, there yeah. were, there was several incidents of uh, inappropriate behavior by one of the male contestants. And by inappropriate, we mean touching females.
0: And isn't he a manager, Brian? He is a talent
1: manager in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, um, and I've done a little And his bit- name is Brian? No, his name's Dan.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, his
1: name is Dan. Um, I've done a little bit of research and he does not have- um, they're not D-list clients, put it that way. Wow. They are names that you would recognize. Wow. And he was given a slap on the wrist after one of the contestants complained. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Probst shows up and says, Dan has been removed from the game. That's it. He's not on the jury. He's gone. And and do
0: they explain what? Does Probst explain why?
1: No. It's so weird. And so, then, And then
0: are they talking about it after amongst themselves? Not
1: really. Okay. This came very late in the game right? when they were maybe down to six contestants. And so he was not at the reunion. Um, a winner was crowned. Kelly, who was one of the contestants who spoke out, was given an opportunity to speak about it for the first time. She was the one of the ones he abused? Yes. Wow. And she was beyond nervous trying to get out her point. I think she did a good job. She's pretty smart. But my understanding is that he was also inappropriate with one of the producers.
0: Ew. So Disgusting.
1: It was with contestants or fellow game players, right? And somebody on production, and they booted him. And as we go into season forty, this is the <laughs> is con- it really season? Yeah, 40. we're going into season forty. Amazing. This is the thing that I think would would irk you the most. It's just now that they're figuring out what to put in place. To prevent something like this from happening.
0: I mean, I feel like that's awful, but also kind of amazing that in 40 seasons, they've never had to deal
1: with this. So can we put a silver lining on that? We can. I just think <laughs> that in light of what's happened over the right.
0: last Where you've however been many years. And also like you're trapped on an island with people half naked. Like they'd never approach them.
1: <laughs> and you're sleeping very close to one right. another. Right, And yes, wow. it is a, a silver lining that this hasn't happened in the first 38 seasons. But it shouldn't have taken this. Yeah. And the way that they that CBS handled it, I thought, could have been done better. They should have acted quicker, removed him immediately. Yeah, CBS
0: of- still seems to be behind the eight ball.
1: Sure seems like it.
0: And <laughs> Like on every level with yes. this whole thing. It's really strange.
1: Yes, it seemed like the less stuff was dragging on for a lot longer than it probably should have.
0: Yeah, for sure. So the other uh reality shows on your list the challenge god bless you for hanging in there that's like season
1: 340. We're right? maybe <laughs> 35-ish amazing on the challenge big brother wow it's my my summer
0: you're not alone it's my summer show challenge. you know i've never seen a single episode
1: three nights a week it airs
0: and you watch all three nights
1: i do um
0: but you don't watch it those are one of the things you're you have on while you're watching basketball well not in the summer but no i watch it okay all right you watch it vanderpump rules i'm ashamed I, of you
1: you love that show? No,
0: I don't watch it. You don't watch? Favorite I tried. Believe me, I want to watch it. I can't get into it. Why? I, I find them so reprehensible, and you That's know why I watch right, it, right? And you, normally that would not stop me, right? I I don't know what it is. I can't do it. I've tried. I've, I'm shocked. I know.
1: You watch Below Deck?
0: No, another one. I don't either. But by the way, people love it because I watch so much, and I do have a child, <laughs> and I do work. I and I do go to bed fairly early, like ten thirty. Me too. Right. I, I just don't. Ha- and I'm a news junkie. So don't forget, I have right, to watch an hour right. of Lawrence O'Donnell every night. Right. And The Daily Show, which we'll talk about. So there's not that much time left over for shitty reality. And those housewives don't watch themselves. <laughs> so that. OK, so you do. Which I housewives? do. OC, Beverly Hills, Dallas, New York, New Jersey. That's a commitment. That's five franchises. And we've got three on right now. And
1: I don't watch any of those.
0: Yeah. So, well, so I
1: do Southern Charm. Oh, yeah. I do. I've, I've
0: dipped in and out on Southern Charm. It's a good show.
1: The original Southern Charm's great. Savannah's okay. New Orleans is horrible. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: You even know all the franchises. They're horrible.
1: Um, I think that if you like any of these shows, anyone listening who likes any of these shows, Vanderpump, Housewives, you need to watch Summer House.
0: Yeah. Everyone said that. It's great. Everyone in like my Housewife community is huge on Summer
1: House. Summer House is great. God bless. And it's coming back for another season. A
0: Bravo show we can both agree on that we love is Million Dollar Listing. Now, I only watch LA. Do you watch New York too? How do
1: you only watch LA? I'll I tell you what, I, I have a good answer. Okay.
0: Because, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I've, I lived in New York. I don't give a shit about apartments. I want to see the houses with <laughs> the huge yards and the pools and the mountains. Like I don't want to see a New York city apartment. I'm not interested. Even the over the top beautiful ones. By the way, I have seen some episodes, obviously the characters are great. It's, it's obviously super well-produced. I just don't, I watch Million Dollar Listing for the house porn. I don't really watch it for the realtors, although I enjoy them, obviously.
1: That's so interesting because... You watch it for the realtors. Both. I watch for both. Yeah. I mean, I guess I watch for both. And
0: I've had on James Harrison, Tracy Tudor. Right.
1: And and
0: I had And have pleasure. asked, by the way, have asked
1: Flag to come on twice, has not ever responded. He has not ever responded. Little what bitch. about... Uh, Altman Brothers.
0: Um, I should have them on. They would probably do it. <laughs>
1: I'm sure they would. <laughs> yeah. I was I had the pleasure of meeting Frederick from New York. <laughs> he's a character. He's, he's fantastic. Amazing. He's amazing. He is great advertised. reality TV. Um he's, he's as not, advertised. But not as over the top as he is on the show. Yeah. Um but just a sweetheart of a guy and I really enjoyed meeting him and chatting with him. But I can't get enough. Okay. I when
0: when's LA coming back?
1: Not soon enough. That's, That's my see. answer. I feel
0: like it's gonna be not soon. Not soon enough. What and do you think of Tracy?
1: I think she's okay um it has nothing to do with properties or anything i just like the the deeper relationships between all the guys yeah and the way that they are together and i agree that that rivalry yeah the
0: altman flag rivalry is is amazing
1: and she's not really part of that rivalry yeah so she's just like you boys right and so they introduced (laughs) someone new to new york a couple seasons ago they brought in this guy steve gold He's great. He's great. And I do mean great. <laughs> Listen, he's he is, in there for the ladies. He is an insanely handsome man. Insanely handsome. Yes. Like yeah. he's good for him.
0: Yeah. Like that would get me watching New York, to be honest. But the thing about Tracy, I did hate her storyline last season with the like international stuff. Agreed. Oh, so boring. It just Agreed. felt like one big commercial. Yeah. So I'm not, not a
1: huge fan of her storyline or where she fits on the show. Okay. So the next one. Wait, can I ask you one other question? Yeah if you were going to list your property. Yeah. Oh, Los who would Angeles, I choose? Yeah, I think about that
0: all the time. Of
1: course you do. As do I.
0: Yeah. I mean, a part of me feels like Tracy cause she's a woman and I'd okay. want to give, you know, like female power. Um, and I think she'd be good. Like yep. I really think she's a very good realtor. Um, I would probably try Mauri- Maurizio, <laughs> not on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just because it'd be nice to hang out with him. Um, I feel like flag wouldn't do any work cause I'm too small potatoes and he would blow me off and Agreed. like put me with his number two. Um, I feel like I, I've thought about this before and I would probably do James Harris. I think James is a good person. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen James. I see him hiking. on Fryman. I see him at the supermarket. I saw him at the Apple store. Like, I don't know whether he remember, like he knows, he knows me from somewhere kind of thing. I don't know if he can place me, but he's always friendly. I've emailed him a few times. Let's do the podcast. He always writes back. Like, and he's busy and he's busy with way more important people than me. So I just think he, I think he would work for me. Interesting. And I, and I think he's a good negotiator. I think he's slimy enough to get in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's and what you And he's a need. Jew.
1: I go, <laughs> I go team Altman. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. I go team Altman. Yeah. It
0: doesn't surprise me in the least. I just feel like they're too big and I don't, I think he's a great realtor, but yeah. I don't think he'd work for me.
1: You have to push him. I don't want to push. Okay, you just want to. I want a hustler. Right. I want a listen, hustler. Here, go yeah. sell my house. Yeah. Tell yeah. me when you have offers and yeah. hurry.
0: And I'll, listen, Altman's going to get you the best deal, right. but I, I just feel like I'd be chasing him down. I'd probably get Matt. I'd probably do Matt. And Matt's fine. Yeah, Matt's fine. He's I've, like the poor I've, man's I've Josh. I've ch- chatted
1: with Matt before. He's a good yeah. guy.
0: I actually love Josh's wife.
1: I do too. Yeah, although she's great. I don't know how good a realtor she is, but I really I don't enjoy her character. What about New York? Based on what you know, Steve Gold. Just because <laughs> he's handsome. Like, I don't know anything about that. That's it. Okay, interesting. Done. Um, I'm, I'm always I, torn on New York. Well, Frederick
0: seems like the most aggressive.
1: Yeah, and Ryan Serhant is. Oh, I
0: like him. I saw him at the airport once.
1: He's really good, and like yeah, him. it's a, it's a, to me, it's, it's a very. He's tough very call for tall.
0: New York. Like he's a six four i Ryan think is, yeah, yeah he's very tall yeah so, is frederick. so is frederick i know they're all yeah. tall. yeah um okay it's funny because all so, the la ones are short
1: so gun to my head i just want to close this so gun he to ends. my head if i had to choose someone from Please, new york who would it be sir hand
0: oh sell it like sir hand yeah yeah both. okay so the daily show i now watch because of you because i never miss an episode with Jon stewart i mean he's my hero is the best show ever and then Trevor, no, I didn't have an opinion about him, but I'm like, it's not Jon Stewart, so I don't care. So for years, I didn't watch it. And then you said, I beg you, just watch the first segment. And now for the last two years, I just watched the first segment. That's all you need to watch. And he, we love him. I watched him with my husband. We, uh, He's completely different than Jon Stewart. But amazing in his own right.
1: Amazing. He makes and me laugh every night. Every
0: night. And his tr- his impersonations are amazing. His,
1: his impersonation of the president gets me every, <laughs> every time. single time. More than time. like Seth
0: Meyers, more yes. than anyone. He's the best.
1: Every single <laughs> he time. He captures it
0: perfectly. I will
1: say going forward through the election, Jordan Klepper is back on the show. I love him. And I don't know if you saw his first piece that he did. I did. Where that. he went to a rally. No,
0: because I'm only watching. Okay. The- so- oh, but I've, I've, no, actually I saw it online.
1: Because it was viral, it went viral
0: with all those stupid people that thought. Like, read
1: the transcript, or it was like, yeah. No, he was saying to people.
0: Oh no, no, no! Wasn't this one? He's done this before. Where like they're like, Obama's the president. Like people thinking Obama's or Hillary's the president now. Like this is so stupid.
1: I cannot get enough (laughs) of Trevor Noah. Yeah. Um, I've now started to stick with the show through the end, um, through the interview. Oh,
0: good. I don't have enough time for that, but
1: yeah. (laughs) and he's a
0: good interviewer too. He's he's one of the smartest. I can't say he might be one of my favorite people period. And then just quick digression because it still is mm. unscripted content. One of my favorite interviews on Howard this year was Trevor Noah. It's Loved an incredible it. interview. His life is incredible. What he's done. He, I, I just adore him. And just quickly going to Howard, cause we're both mm. fans, his interview with Hillary, if, if, you know, whether you're a listener of Howard Stern or not, listen to, Watch even my parents watched it. Hillary Clinton's interview with Howard Stern's about two and a half hours. <laughs> it's so worth it. So pace yourself. Worth it. It's worth it. And we don't need to talk about the obvious because it will just make me upset again. Mm. But just watch it and you'll know what I what I what I'm thinking. I just thinking. thought she
1: was incredibly uh, relaxed and very much um, giving answers that you wanted to hear from her. Yes. Like and that, so
0: didn't hesitate on anything. Didn't that was, that's spin anything. Point.
1: Right. Just It wasn't gave a politician. No, gave it to you as a human being and was able to give answers to questions that I don't think she could have ever given before.
0: I'm going to let you and my listeners into a little secret, which is that I have a show that went to Hillary directly last night. So let's
1: all okay, cross our fingers. Gonna, mine are crossed.
0: We're going to do a 2019 to 2020 prayer. And my thing is that I think, I know she'll like it. The question is what happens when the 25 people around her read it. So let's all pray for me. I just Cause did. I would absolutely love to work with her. Fingers crossed. And lastly on our uh, reality list is last week tonight, which we both, John Oliver's again, another brilliant. brilliant. I swear it, Brian, I would not have made it through the last three years without Sam B, John Oliver and Trevor Noah. And I'm not exaggerating. And Seth Meyers, I watch clips, sure. like um, what's his a closer look. These people, are saving me from the abyss that I fall into very often.
1: Well, you're you're in it. I'm in it. I'm in it You're in it. You're in it deep. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm in way too deep. I
0: took Twitter off my phone, though, a few months ago, which has made a huge difference in my life.
1: You are one of a handful of people that I know personally. Who torture themselves. (laughs) Well, yes, that are deep, deep, deep in that abyss. So I get it. Um, I have a different escape. I turn on the TV and watch Sports. Basketball or Love Island right. or <laughs> X on the Beach or Temptation Island or...
0: Wait, what's the difference between Love Island and Temptation Island? This is important.
1: <laughs> okay. Love Island... Yes. ...was a UK show that yes. CBS brought to right. the states this then, year.
0: So what's the difference
1: in the okay. conceit? Temptation Island is for couples who have reached a point in their relationship where they feel like they need to test it. Right. And so they put themselves onto Temptation Island... To be in a situation where they are tempted by members of the opposite sex to really kind of learn about themselves and their relationship. (laughs) Okay, that's why Love Island is just about finding a match. And it's like, let's see what else is coming through the door. They continue to introduce new people. There's a, there's an imbalance between number of men and number of women at all times. Okay. So people are booted off of Love Island. But is it a episode. competition? Not a competition. Okay.
0: What's the point of it? The point to is see to see if they find see love. See if on... they find love. Yes. And is what makes it compelling? I the don't
1: temptation know. Temptation
0: Island, I get. Like, I, I get don't know why what that makes it compelling. <laughs> I'm going to tell but you something. But people live for it.
1: Love Island aired five nights a week. Oh my God. And I couldn't get enough of it. Amazing. I don't understand. (laughs) I literally have no explanation as to why I continued to watch it. I found it riveting.
0: Okay. I I mean, I I should see everything once, so.
1: There's nothing. There's no payoff on this show. Nothing. (laughs) There's nothing to gain from it attractive people in in bathing suits. I don't know.
0: But it's the same people across the season, right? They come and go. It
1: revolves. right? But
0: it's not like, do they introduce new people? every
1: episode. So you have, say there's 10 at the beginning. Yeah. And then they'll bring in two females.
0: And how many at any given time?
1: 10. And then what's the collective IQ of those 10 people? 10. (laughs) 10, yeah. (laughs) They each have an IQ of one. It's great.
0: (laughs) Wait, does someone host it?
1: There is a host. It's and who then cares? Who cares? <laughs> and then there's somebody who does these really corny VOs. Oh
0: God, I can't. That's amazing. Okay, yeah. so that goes under your this is your guilty pleasures. We just can't quit list. Love Island. God, you have a lot. Love Island, X on the Beach, Southern Charms. Yes to keep, Floribama Shore. Someone just said I have to put on one of the Florabama Shore producers. I said, Oh, does that mean I have to watch it? Summer. Sorry, Don't Drew. watch. Florida sorry, Drew. sure I know. <laughs> Summer House, Catfish. I can't believe you're still watching Catfish. I, I still Incredible. watch it. How are people still getting catfished? <laughs> Don't. I asked Dave Metzler that. He helped create the show. And I asked him. I, and he says it's unbelievable to them that it still happens. And by the way, the producers get catfished a
1: lot. How can you get, okay, here's what they do in every episode. They take the photos, they drag them into Google, do a Google image search. It comes up as somebody else. Hey, guess what? Yeah. You were catfished.
0: Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's going to ruin it.
1: (laughs) Have you seen ghosted?
0: No. What is it on even? Is it MTV? Yes. Listen, great name.
1: No, there was one episode that you, I'm going to tell you about very quickly. Okay, good.
0: And I'm assuming it is what it is. It's
1: someone you go out with and they ghost you. Or a friend. Okay. Oh, so, good. like, you get ghosted by a friend. Yeah. So, <laughs> a- roommates in college. Yeah. Two girls, roommates in college, best friends. Yeah. And one moves out to LA. They're supposed to move out to LA together. One gets a job in DC. One moves to LA. They continue to stay in touch. All of a sudden, the one in LA ghosts the one in DC. She has of no idea why. Of course, it's the one
0: in LA. <laughs> right.
1: Okay. Wait. She has no idea why. Tries to get in touch with her to no avail. Then she enlists the people from Ghosted, to help put them back together. <laughs> and okay? is it
0: like they have a Neve and a, like, yes, they have, like, this. Yes. little, uh, but Rachel, they're, like, 16. <laughs> Rachel
1: Lindsay, who's the bachelorette. Oh, my, I, yes. She's one of the co And then a, another guy who's got tattoos on his neck and Hilarious. seems like a good guy. So they bring them back together, and at, every, at the end of every episode, they confront one another, and, why did you ghost me? And- The one who ghosted said, I'll tell you why I ghosted you. It's because you started posting about Donald Trump on your social media feed. And I can't believe that you, my friend, would support Donald Trump. So I cannot talk to you anymore. And that's why I ghosted you.
0: That's amazing. And I got to say. I knew you'd like that. Yeah, I love that story. Mm -hmm. But how did this? Well, it's rhetorical. I was gonna say, how did the stupid Trumpster not realize that would be the reason? Because she's a Trumpster. Exactly. (laughs) She has no self-awareness. Correct. And that was. Wow. Great Watch story. Go, uh, kudos to LA girl. I'm sorry that I dissed you. Yeah. Amazing. And then Relationship on Facebook, which I interviewed Rob Leplant from Lighthearted and they produced that show.
1: Again, <laughs> Nothing <it's>, to say. <laughs> I don't, I can't explain it. I don't know. I watched it. You it's, are unbelievable. I don't know how I found it. I don't even understand. It has the same, okay, so this, <laughs> this has the same vibe as Love Island where- Okay, people choose who they want to be the bachelor or bachelorette on the show. Yeah. The the fans decide.
0: Oh, right, right, right. Then, Which is fun. It's interactive. Right, so yeah. that's fun. And yeah. then
1: <laughs> there are a bunch of women that come through, and he has to kick people off every time, and then they keep bringing in new women. And- but is it
0: all viewer-based?
1: No. Okay. No.
0: And so, like, you're watching on Facebook?
1: I don't really want to talk about it. (laughs) This is
0: crazy. I'm embarrassed. Like you're watching
1: something on Facebook. I'm embarrassed. Incredible. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this finally is the the shows that should not have been made in 2019. Sailing Sunset, completely agree. Horrendous. They're doing
1: season two right now. Um,
0: Listen, that show combines everything I like. Real estate, L.A. house porn, stupid attractive people. It is like someone did central casting for we're doing a spoof. It reminded me of when... um, Bajillion Dollar Listing. remember? Yes. When yes, did that yes. It felt yes. like that, but not funny. Right. It, worst show ever. Ever. It, like literally, except for that Israeli woman. She was like hot and had a personality. She should go on like a Bravo she show. She was
1: the one on the first episode who the client was being inappropriate with her. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And
0: she was like trying to like, she, ugh, I felt bad for her. I did I'm, too. I'm like, this is what they have to do.
1: And there was a woman. Put
0: up with disgusting people. And Justin Hartley's ex now ex-wife. Now
1: ex-wife. Terrible personality. I talked to her publicist. This <laughs> she's week. very pretty. She's very pretty. I talked to her publicist this week. Okay. So what happened? So of a he friend cheated on said, her. Oh, you sh- should talk. You guys yeah. should talk. Whatever. Fine. She makes it out as if she's, she's dealing <laughs> with
0: <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Exactly, and her divorce, like the calls that are coming in, and TMZ, and I'm thinking to myself, who
0: cares? No
1: one knows who she is. Like nobody. What's her name? No. Shell? Oh
0: my God! It is. It is.
1: Chrishell Chrishell that's not a name no one even knows who that is no and I I... (laughs) sorry sorry okay this one we're gonna
0: go to war on we are BH90210 tell me wildly misunderstood tell me I don't believe you watched more than the first episode why would I because it was brilliant it was an atrocity it, not only was it wonderful, but it was way too short. I know that Fox didn't want to give more of a commitment than six six episodes. You don't get it. Tell, you don't explain get it, it to me. Did you watch the original? Of course I did. Okay. First of all, I love a lot. I love breaking the fourth wall. I love things that spoof themselves. Like the comeback is like one of my favorite shows of all times. If you don't see that that's what they were trying to do. So here's the conceit. I know it's gonna sound confusing, but it's actually brilliant. So it's, the actual actors, okay. I know it sounds dumb when you're saying it, but it's the actual actors from Beverly Hills 90210 who are trying to get a reboot of Beverly Hills 90210 going. And, but it's not a reality show, it's a scripted show of them trying to get it made. And then they do sell it. And then we watch them making the reboot. Okay. I know that sounds awful, but it's amazing.
1: i if they were going to reboot Beverly Hills 90210, I wanted it to be a reboot of Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Not, no. This was so much more fun. You're not getting it. The way that they poked
0: fun of themselves.
1: No, I get Tori it. Tori
0: Spelling, underrated comedian of our general. She's the Lucille Ball. <laughs> she and no, I know this is not a popular opinion. She and Nicole Richie are two of the best comedic
1: actors we have. This and is I know being, that. Wait, hold on, we're recording this. We correct? are, and I'm not afraid you to say it. You just said that Tori Spelling. I, I'm saying You it. just compared Tori Spelling yes. to Lucille Ball.
0: Listen. Okay, let me reiterate. Let me let me let me just amend. Don't they delete that. They are two that. of the best. I'm not going to delete it. I'm going to amend it. They are the two of the best comedic D-list actors
1: of our generation. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay.
0: Okay. Nicole Richie had the show on like AOL that nobody watched, and it was kind of like this. It was like a, it was like scripted reality. It was hilarious. Okay, fine. He's looking at me like I'm insane.
1: I just I get I know the conceit. I know what they tried to <laughs> you do. You don't care. <laughs> I was just disappointed that that was the path they chose
0: you're wrong you're just wrong 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 almost family to these okay when i say that i had to look up all of these because i never heard Almost Family, Tuca and Bernie. (laughs) Horrible. Okay, On Becoming a God in Central Florida, I tried because that's so up my alley. It was unwatchable. Unwatchable. And with Kirsten Dunst, who's incredible. I tried. Yeah, and I'm all over multi-level marketing in the South and that whole thing. I would have been all over it I wanted to like
1: it. It was horrible.
0: Horrible. What if we both hate-watched... I watched that in Paris. Um, Virgin River, no words. Season three of 13 Reasons Why. I haven't watched any of the seasons, but I heard it was bad. I didn't make it through. Yeah. Quit. I mean... All right. So just to wrap this up, I want to just go over a couple of, from my list that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, the crown, these were my scripted shows. I love the crown just never misses unbelievable, um, incredible show on Netflix, which I highly recommend with Tony, um, Collette and, uh, Merritt Weaver based on two female detectives who, um, like track down rape cases. And I, I it's not easy to watch, but it's, so perfect for the moment and was really daring and in a very raw way. That's I will answer. watch it over yeah. the break. I think it's really good. I think you'll watch it. I think you'll like it.
1: I take all of your recommendations.
0: Thank you. Well, I'm going to say The Morning Show is Except one- for Beverly Hills
1: 90210.
0: <laughs> It's BH one two one zero. Whatever. And which sadly did not get renewed. Um, the Morning Show on Apple. Listen, I'm not saying it's a great show. What I'll say is it has gotten better and better every episode. That's what I've heard. The first three are a little rocky. You're not sure what to make of them. It finds its stride. Sometimes it's like, huh? But Jennifer Aniston is incredible. I think she shines. Steve Carell, of course. I mean, he could do no. Uh, by the way, I think it's a really, a now, season where I'm at finale drop today, I think. I, I love it. I am putting I put it in my favorite list.
1: I've heard the I think exact like same it. thing from- multiple people so i'm gonna give it a try I, I
0: haven't heard anyone who's seen it and doesn't like it except for the hosts of keep it podcast who don't like it we both we forgot to talk about atypical we both love loved wonderful show yes just can't go wrong
1: well and that's one that i feel like when it when it is made available i finish it the weekend. i'm the same it's made available. i'm the
0: same jennifer jason lee needs to stop with her face though enough it's extremely distracting um, and Dirty John, I, I it, it's not. I'm not saying best of the best of the year, but special mention.
1: I, it's fun. It's
0: a fun. It was so. Fun.
1: I loved the podcast. Yeah. Mm, hello. And I couldn't get into the show. It felt too lifetimey for me. Yes, I
0: think that's why I liked it. Okay. And that's <laughs> why I didn't like
1: it. So I I just couldn't get into to the show.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Connie Britton was incredible, and Eric Banna was incredibly hot which was disturbing because he plays the sociopath (laughs) so that was a little confusing so I just have a few documentaries I want to shout out Ask Dr. Ruth was my favorite documentary of the year Brian I'm insisting you watch it I will watch it it's on Hulu it will blow your mind okay I, that's all I'll say. Great. I have that's told I need to so many people to watch it. I hope it wins an Oscar, at least be nominated because it's beautiful. And it's by the same director who did The Keepers, which is incredible television. Um, amazing Jonathan is the wackiest thing I've ever seen. Did you see it? No. I interviewed the director. It's, what is it? I think you'll like it. I don't it. even know what it is. I almost don't want to tell you okay, about fine. it. It's about what? this, well, I'll say it's about this comedian, the amazing Jonathan who had an act in Vegas for okay. years. That's all I'll say okay. because Great. it has more to it. I actually think you'll love it. What's it, it is, on? Wacky. It's okay. on Hulu. Okay. Uh, Linda Ronstadt documentary I saw in the theater. I loved it. Minding the Gap. I saw it at Sundance in 2018. And then I think it got released on Hulu in 2019. I, it's it's going to be up for an Oscar. It's, you will love it. It's beautiful. I think it takes place in Illinois. It's, it's one of the most, it's very gritty. Like it's not, you know, this guy was like 20 or, he, well, he made it over. He started making it, I think, when he was like 14. It's so good. Great. And it, it just, just watch it. And then I added one last minute, um, "Biggest Little Farm," which I saw on the plane. Loved it. I think it might get nominated too. It's on the short list. Um, it's about this couple who um, they're like producers in L.A. I think, like they think they're in their business, and then chuck it all and move up to Northern California. Maybe it's Northern California. Maybe it's an hour from here. And they by start Virgin this River. far.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: And by the way, Virgin River is like in Canada. Let's be honest; <laughs> it's not Northern California. Um, anyway, I really enjoyed it. Beautiful little doc, and I cried my eyes out.
1: Did uh, did Free Solo come out? That this
0: year? was not. That was 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah, because that one didn't it, it won the Oscar last year.
1: Oh, it did. Yeah, that's okay. incredible.
0: Oh my yeah. god, I saw that on IMAX. Incredible. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: If you haven't seen Free Solo, you should check yes. it out immediately.
0: Yes. Okay. So quick uh, couple series. I want to give a shout out to Couples Therapy. I tried to get the directors on the season, but they postponed. Hopefully we'll do it for a second season. Do you, did you watch Couples Therapy? I think you'll
1: hate Couples Therapy. I tried. You told me to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. You couldn't do it. Yeah. I know.
0: But it's very well done. Um, Very well done. The Circus. I will never quit The Circus. It's, you know, a weekly show done by Left, Right, Again, that's, political. I that's always easy, say, in "Your wheelhouse." Yeah, I always say the beauty of the circus is, is that they can make like some uh, candidate getting off a bus interesting and cinematic because between the music yeah.
1: and the cinematography, it's so good. That I I would have guaranteed with one hundred percent certainty that that was going to be on your list. Yeah, sorry. No, shoot it's me, shoot me. No, not at I all. I want to give
0: a special shout out to Surviving R. Kelly and Leaving Neverland, two really difficult series to watch. Um. The trailer just came out for the second season um, of R. Kelly, which, like, which was a powerful trailer. I didn't need to see Michael Avenatti. That was uncomfortable. Um, but did you watch? You didn't watch R. Kelly, though, did you? The first one? No. It's a lot. But did you see Leaving Neverland? I feel like no, you did. No, we talked about it. Okay, I was going to say. And you
1: told me how difficult to watch it was. Uh, and I no. steered clear.
0: I get it. I totally
1: get that it. That was based on what you, how you reacted to it.
0: Yeah. And then, last but not least, I have to give a shout out to my baby Shark Tank. It never fails. I love it more and more every episode.
1: What do you think of how Mark Cuban has been of late?
0: I love Mark Cuban. It's like, you know, devout Christians and Jesus. Like, you cannot say anything you say badly about Mark Cuban, I won't listen.
1: Well, you know, I've, I've known him yes, personally I know. for a very long tried, time. I've tried to get to him yes, through you, and he's, unsuccessfully. He's great. <laughs>
0: he's very big on TikTok now. My daughter showed me some videos.
1: <laughs> I am, he really likes it. I have a slight issue with the way that he handles some of these people. Oh, I love every and second I'm of And I'm all it. for him bashing product that oh. he doesn't think is legit. When you know it's coming too, it's the I, best. You see him just- It's just, so harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. becoming harsher. Um, no
0: time for bullshit. Mark no. has the best bullshit detector ever. Well,
1: and it's like, I'm going to make you an offer and you're not allowed to listen to anyone else's. That's
0: the one thing. Like the stuff where like, he's like, this is bullshit. Right. You are just junk science, you know, get out of here. You're just here for gold digging. Like, I love all that. The one thing of like, you have to take the offer now or forget it. It's a little much. Right? And I like that Kevin never does it um, because he knows it makes for better to be to hear other offers. Exactly. And it's very arrogant of Mark. Yes, and he doesn't always do it. He does it like eighty percent of the time, and sometimes he lets it go. Like sometimes, even though he says he does, it, he'll yes. still. But it's it's a little uncomfortable.
1: That's all I was saying.
0: I still, if he ran for president tomorrow, I vote for him.
1: I probably would. Too. And he should. I know him. That would we be need cool it, to say that I'm right? friendly with the <laughs> You'll president. You'll
0: get a job in the administration. <laughs> Something. Okay. Last but not least, I know I'm last but not leasting. I do have to give a special shout out to the mass singer. Okay, I watched the finale last night. I'd I like to say. That. I'm going to spoil it if you haven't seen it. I knew it was Wayne Brady. I knew it from the beginning. Um, He can sing his ass off.
1: It is very talented.
0: The weirdest, craziest show, but it works on every level. I'm sorry. It does.
1: So when the show was first being introduced to to Fox, um, a friend of mine called me to say, hey, we're working on this show. Oh, for booking. Yeah. Can you get me a few names of people that you think would do this? And I watched the, wherever it's from, Thailand? Yeah,
0: uh, yes, Thailand. Okay,
1: so I watched two videos of that show <laughs> and said, what the fuck is this?
0: Which everybody did. Okay.
1: Including So then the I put a shortlist together yeah. with some actually like decent names on there.
0: Mostly athletes?
1: No, a couple athletes. Okay. But, so it was like Tiki Barber. Yeah, totally. Big yeah. enough name. Yes, like they had perfect. Vic, they had Victor Oladipo on this season. Don't you don't who know him. who that is. No, okay. I'm I saw his this.
0: reveal, but still don't know who he is. If
1: I was an Indiana Pacers fan right now, I would be livid. He's out because he's injured. Hey, get on the in the training room and back on the court shooting yeah, instead don't go of fucking around singing in a costume, <laughs> which
0: is very physical, by the way.
1: But he's out this season. Wow, it hasn't played a game yet. Right, but he's, and he's out gonna... <laughs> messing around singing songs. Hey, okay, gotta reach, I, so I suggested Tiki Barber. Uh, I think one of the Property Brothers. Oh God, uh, but. Okay, fine. Yes. No, but here's the thing. Those names were shot down by Fox.
0: Right. It's not like they had Mariah Carey. But,
1: so I was like, okay, well, if you're not accepting these names, right. I'm out. Yeah,
0: but, but in fairness, they probably reached out to you early in the process. And then when they realized they it was exactly book. the names that they were going to get. Right. Um, the funniest part was watching it with my daughter the first season. Cause she'd be like, Madonna, Mariah, Beyonce. <laughs> I'm like, oh, honey, honey, honey. <laughs> Trust me, you will have not have heard of any of Correct. these singers.
1: I, you know, I also thought Remember it
0: was Patty fucking Labelle. It's just ridiculous. Like, what?
1: Yeah, I I don't know exactly what they're paying. I almost put a retired athlete on for season three because casting had reached out to me and he said he wanted to do it. And then the network said, "Well, we need to hear you sing, so just record something on your phone." Oh, okay. And he never did it.
0: Wow, he wasn't interested. I guess not. Why though? They pay so well, and I know it is a lot of work though.
1: It's a lot of work. Do you know what happened? In that Fox took that show back from Endemol?
0: Yes, I heard that.
1: So Endemol, yes. right. So Endemol gets-
0: Yeah, so now Fox produces it. Correct. My friend, Izzy Picabara, I did yeah. a whole podcast with her on yeah. it. I'm upset. I mean, it's so cool to me that they're able to really keep it under wraps. Because I think that's the most amazing part. Right. And also, I'm sorry, those judges are good. The chemistry is great. They're really good judges. I can't know they're it. really good I can't believe. it's I'm i know i was watching it. the finale last time my husband came in He's was like what the hell are you doing exactly i'm like I I, I I don't know i love it
1: just try songland when it comes back if it comes back
0: it sounds too good <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's too highbrow exactly right yeah i don't know unless you they're need digging. someone dressed up like a pickle
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I understand
0: we just gave you a free idea for season four is <laughs> a pickle all right brian what a year what year a year in television. Hopefully I'll be around next time this year. We'll do it again. I can't wait. And hopefully 2020 will bring us many wonderful shows.
1: Amen to that.
0: Yes. And again, everybody read Brian's blog, TV Uncovered. And and if you want to give us any feedback when I post this, tell us what your favorite shows of the year were. Please let me know. Thanks. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year.